You're listening to BNI, the Australian Story podcast, brought to you by BNI Australia, Australia's largest business referral organisation. For more information how your business can benefit from BNI and to find your local chapter, go to our website at bni.com.au. Now, here are your hosts, Veronica Lisa-Mato and Brent Edwards. Hello, everybody. My name is Veronica, and we welcome you to episode 14 of BNI, the Australian Story. Welcome to episode 14 of our podcast. Now, Brent, BNI, online, global, locally, how are we going? Everything seems to be tracking along really good. We've got visitors starting to attend chapters. We've got people starting to join the BNI um, online concept as well. So that is all very positive, and hopefully we're uh, back to normal very soon. For those people listening too, I'd just like to say for the last um, six or eight episodes, we have been doing this on Zoom instead of in our studio. So uh, maybe our audio quality hasn't been as good in recent times. So it's a uh, it's a it's a case of something we just have to do at the moment to keep this going. So hopefully we'll be back in our studio very soon and uh, we'll be able to get the audio quality a lot better. And we appreciate everyone's patience in regards to that. As a professional entertainer, I can tell you, Brent, that a lot of musicians are out there putting their music online and all of us have had to accept and compromise our sound quality a little bit because these are new times, changing times, but they are becoming normal. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, for sure. And I think it's, you know, a lot of the time it's going to be, we're going to change the way a lot of us are doing business after this as well. Uh, a lot of people have come on board with this that didn't use this, uh, this sort of online format before, and I think it's going to be used a lot, lot more and more. So some of the consequences of what we're going to go through, uh, this is going to be utilised a lot more, not only in the B&I world, but in the business world going forward. Well, I think you're right, Brent, that uh, the way we do business will change, but one thing that hasn't changed is how B&I Australia are still creating those beautiful opportunities for people to do business. So for anyone who is a part of BNI or who maybe is thinking about being a part of BNI, BNI is a powerful and collaborative business organisation built on business relationships, which are an essential part of any credible marketing strategy. BNI is Australia's premier business networking organisation and our service is designed to offer its members the opportunity to create business relationships, share ideas, contacts, and most importantly, business referrals, which I think you'd agree, Brent, nothing's changed. We're still referring lots of business through our BNI members globally. It's business as usual. I was online on a on a business uh, page on Facebook the other day and someone said, are there any business groups meeting online or networking groups meeting online? And uh, they were bombarded with, yes, BNI's online. So, uh, you know, that, a lot, a lot of people actually uh, got on the bandwagon there and said, yeah, you can still do B&I. They transitioned to it straight away and everyone was singing the praises. Well, I'm excited to hear from our uh, our guest today because he's in an industry that ha- could have gone either way in this particular climate. So, Brent, would you like to introduce our guest for us today? Well, we're moving up to the Sunshine Coast. We've been the Sunshine Coast, I think, uh, about three times so far on our podcast series. And uh, Charity Warburton up there has been uh, has been feeding us guests, which we really appreciate. And we've got Bruce Exton on the line today. And Bruce is from Yes Insurance Solutions, and he's a member of the uh, Northern Lights chapter in Malulaba. And uh, Bruce, how's the weather up there today? 
Oh, nothing short of stunning today. It's um, <laughs> going to be about 24 degrees. It's beautiful. The sun's out. There's not much surf, but the ocean is absolutely pristine and flat. So it's just a gorgeous day here. Well, I have to say, Veronica, he is, I'm jealous. He is from one of my favourite parts of the world up there on the Sunshine Coast. I don't get up there enough, but uh, as soon as this is all over, I think uh, that's going to be my first port, port of call once we can get out of Melbourne. So, Bruce, uh, welcome to the podcast today. And you're a, uh, a life insurance agent in the uh, in the, in the Mooloolabar chapter in Northern Lights there. How did you find about being I? find out about BNI to start with? Well, I sort of stumbled across BNI by accident and it's quite an interesting story. So I actually just started my business six years ago and talking to some really successful other brokers, they were all saying the secret to being successful in what we're doing is to have referral business. And the way you do that is you need to go and go to network meetings and go to your chamber of commerce. And so I started to do all of that and found that sort of overwhelming. One of the, one of the meetings I went to down in Caloundra had 400 people at a breakfast and I was like, well, what do I do here? It's just crazy. How do I actually build a relationship here? And I felt like a, a you know, a fish in a, in a massive school and, and not having any impact and came away from a lot of those experiences, a little bit frustrating going, well, I really can't see this working. So I probably had been to a three or four of those sort of industry events, if you like. And then I was on Facebook, as you do, and I saw this tiny little Facebook post that said, join us for breakfast. And I thought, oh, this could be cool. What's all this about? And I called the phone number and they, they no mention of BNI at this stage. And they said, come along. But um, so I booked myself in. And I, I think in the, in the weeks leading up to, to that invitation, I'd actually had a few people say, um, look, this referral thing's really good, but what you want to watch out for is this B&I group. They're like a cult that are out there. And, um, you know, yeah, they won't make you too much money. Yeah, I mentioned a couple of really negative things, like you had to show up every week, you had to make sure you gave a referral at least a week, um, had all these rules around it. And I'm like, oh, okay. Well, I'll make make sure I don't go to one of those. So <laughs> I roll up to I roll up to a breakfast, and um, as you can see, I'm wearing glasses, and I signed myself in half blind, and paid me 25 bucks for breakfast, and then grabbed myself a coffee over at the coffee bar, and um, decided I, I saw these people wearing name tags, and I looked down like this, and I'm like, holy dooly, I'm going to be an eye. Oops. And it was a moment of shock. <laughs> and um, what have I got myself into? And I thought, oh, all those, you know, I'm about to find out why all those things have been said about it. So, you know, I sat as a visitor through a meeting. And by the time they got to the I have section, I was in. I was like, sign me up. You know, well, give me an application form over here. <laughs> so, yeah, that was, that was my experience of being invited without knowing I was going to a VNI. Yeah, so... Yeah, just looking back at some of the things you said, like you, know, the, you went and tried networking at networking events and sometimes networking gets a bit of a bad rap because you get that, oh, what do I do here? There's all these people here. And to get business from it, um, you know, people go to networking events, they might luck upon a relationship yeah. with someone sitting near them on the same table. But basically the structure's not in those events 
you know, to, to bring your business or build relationships. And you probably, you might not see those people until another event two or three months down the track. And it's pretty hard to build a relationship, you know, with people from there unless you sort of luck upon the business. Um, I was, you know, quite, you know, I'm not surprised how you're warned off from BNI because, you know, a lot of people who, who, who don't, who don't like being held accountable, who don't like rules, uh, <laughs> who don't yeah. like uh, you know following a system, and then turn around and say, "Oh, <clears throat> BNI makes you do all this stuff. Why? Why can't you know results come from doing nothing? Well, you know results don't come from doing nothing. They come from actually uh, turning up, building relationships, following the rules and, and the accountability, bringing referrals." And being a part of it, so um, you know, I don't know how you know people think it's a it's a cult. You know, Dr. Ivan Meisner always says, you know, if BNI was a cult, everyone would do exactly what the leader says, and, and no one does that in BNI. <laughs> <laughs> we actually talked. We touched on this um, last week in another one of the podcasts, and it's really interesting because there are some people like myself that love structure. If someone said to me, make sure you get to a networking group that's called BNI because they make sure that they measure what everyone's doing, everyone has the same opportunity, people are happy to help you in your business, you're the only category there that's promoting your business, so you get to stand out, you don't have to just be like a school of fish. I would be running to something like that. It's interesting how some people warn people against an organisation that's going to keep you accountable which is what you do in your own business anyway. Yeah. So on a scale of one to ten, you walked into that meeting, you're probably at a seven or eight, you know, you've come to this meeting and uh, mm -hmm. and then you realised it was B&I, so you dropped down to a, you know, a one or a two and by the time you had the I have, I have section, you were, you were at a ten and you filled an application form. He's at eleven. Yeah, yeah fully so committed. I mean, you know, in I worked out was there was there was a number of things that could be there in that group for eleven years at that point, and I could tell these weren't these weren't dumb people, and and that immediately just gave me a message of this thing works. If, if these two guys have stuck around for eleven years, um, there's 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 success to be had here, and that certainly was true. And the and truth be known, the people who who probably warned you off them uh, a BNI group, they probably wouldn't be accepted in a BNI chapter in this day and age because. You know, we have very high standards of business people we, we mm -hmm. leave in and, and people are there for the short-term gain aren't going to last very long. Now, you're in life insurance, so mm -hmm. how long did it take you to start getting, you know, referral business out of your BNI group? Yeah, that's a great question because I, I would say I was probably a little bit slower than normal. People don't wake up in the morning going, oh, awesome, I'm going to buy some life insurance today. <laughs> Yeah, just exactly you know, right. probably yeah. one of the hardest categories in there to be successful. And, and you know, it's, it's why a lot of people don't like doing what we do. Um, but what happened was as the weeks went on, so I came to, you know, signed up as a member, came along week after week, and I was sitting there and I was like waiting during the I have for someone to say, oh, I've got a referral for Bruce, and it wasn't happening. And I sat back and analysed what was going on and what needed to happen and I worked out that people needed to know me, they needed to like me and then they needed to trust me. So mm. 
by about the three-month phase, I'd, I'd actually done, you know, a lot of 60 seconds, which, you know, I thought were, were great 60 seconds and very powerful. And then I'd been really focusing on doing one-to-ones. And sure enough, at about the three-month mark, it was like someone turned on the tap. Because wow. I'd already, I'd done a couple of pieces of business within the group. And then once the word was out that, you know, Bruce knows what he's doing, um, it, it was just like turning on a tap. And, and I was telling Brent before we went on air, I, I get roughly 70 to 80% of my income via BNI referral sources now. So Where were you coming from prior to BNI, Bruce? Where were well, you business coming from? Well, it was a brand new business. So I launched my own broking firm. Um, and joined BNI right at the same time. So I came into BNI with zero customers. Wow. So outside of BNI, yes, I have a couple of referral partners that aren't part of the BNI system, but, you know, the majority is there and it absolutely works and it just keeps continuing to grow. So I tell a lot of people, especially, you know, if you're someone like a florist or a printer, there's very low risk and the opportunities are, are you know, are a lot more plentiful uh so you know it doesn't take too long to actually get referrals when a the transaction amount's very low b it's something that's very easy to find and c it's, it's something that's very low risk but if you're uh someone like a, a life insurance person financial planner someone who there's a high lot of risk and a high lot of trust needed instead of doing those you know a one-to-one every week you may need to do two or three or even four one-to-ones to get around the group and build the reputation and get people to know you like you and trust you as you said before before you can actually start you know getting referrals back and you know if you're in a position where you know you might be listening to this and you're in one of those areas where you need a lot more trust from the relationships you've just got to work the system harder and the system's there the outline's there and you've got to make sure you work it harder and you do everything you can to build that credibility and trust in your chapter to start getting those results. So um, you get 70 or 80% of your business out of, out of BNI now, but you also do, you're in, a, you're in a position where you also do an insur- general insurance breaking business, but you don't promote that in the group. Yeah, that's correct. Bruce. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm a full, full service insurance specialist. In the BNI world, I represent the BNI, category, the BNI category for life insurance, which is life insurance, income protection, TPD, and trauma insurance. So they're the sort of four core products. Outside of that, in the real world, I um, do a lot of business insurance and I do some general insurance as well. So how do you manage that within the BNI group? Because a lot of people who are a one-stop shop, so to speak, they you know, think they can go in and just, okay, I'm going to take on everything insurance in this group. And even though I'm this category, I'm just going to spread my wings and try and grab as much as I can get. Yeah. How how do you find it works better for you just specialising in that and not worrying about that? And you'd probably welcome a general insurance broker to come into the group because they'd be able to give you life insurance. Yeah, that's correct. Yeah. What, What I do is just purely focus on talking about the life insurance world as it you know, as I experience it and as I experience it with my customers. So, um, yes, people in the group know I do the other bits and pieces and, you know, if they want to come to me for that, that's fine. Um, But I just make a conscious effort not to stand up and say, today I'm going to talk about a general insurance piece. 
if you're trying to grab, I find if you're trying to grab as much as you can and different bits of business, it's, it's, it makes it a lot harder to refer you because one, it sort of looks a bit desperate. And secondly, you know, you don't seem as much of a specialist and people like to refer specialists mm. over people who, who do a bit of everything. And if you're a specialist in life insurance, people can, when they find referrals, hope, yeah, you really need to review this, speak to Bruce. He's a specialist in this area. And I've heard all about what he does. I, I really trust him to uh, to look after you with this. And you're a lot easier to refer than just saying, yeah, you would, if you needed brain surgery, you wouldn't go to a GP. You'd want to go to a specialist brain surgeon, wouldn't you? And uh, and that's what it's like in BNI. And people try and spread their, you know, spread their wings and spread the net as, as, as far as they can. And they lose a bit of credibility in that, I find. I think this is something, um, Brent, and I'm really grateful to Bruce for just having a chat about this, but I think as visitor hosts, I'm a visitor host in our chapter, we need to be aware of setting the expectations for visitors that come into chapters to ask them, I know that you're in an insurance business, but if you had to choose between specialising in one particular part of that business, what would be your choice? And if they're the first person in that category, they get the first choice of what slice they want of that but also to let them know that the idea of our chapter is to grow the chapter because every extra person that comes in brings more business to everyone in the chapter. So if we bring in a general insurance broker, you know, are you happy to have that slice because that person will be referring to you? And I think as a visitor host, we need to be engaging new visitors like that, setting the expectations so that there's no problems halfway in when someone goes, well, no, I don't want to share any of my part. Yeah, for sure. So... Um Bruce, yeah, you've been in BNI for uh, for six years now, and uh, you know you found out it's not a cult, and uh, we don't we don't sacrifice goats or anything in BNI, <laughs> anything like that. <laughs> or like he didn't answer that. Bruce, we're not a cult, are we? <laughs> We've had some good pizza nights and the odd barbecue, but no, no, no goats yeah. at this stage. Yeah. So, um, what would be your tip to fellow BNI members to achieve success in BNI? Yeah, definitely you need to achieve the know, like, and trust. And, and there's some mechanisms within BNI that do that. So certainly doing your one-to-ones helps you build the relationships with the fellow members. Uh, doing really good infomercials, that 60-second, you need to really put a lot of effort into those and make sh- and strategically plan what you're trying to deliver over a period of time. Not just talk about the same thing every time, but you need to build your story with your 60 seconds. So I find that has been critical. And, um, you know, the, obviously the 10-minute segment, the, the better your 10-minute seg- 10 segment is, the more people are going to go, wow, this guy really knows his stuff and they're going to they're gonna be more likely to trust you. With the um, like part, don't really have any tips for that. If people don't like you and being all, we can't really help you. So, <laughs> <laughs> so I really like your uh, your tip of planning your presentations because a lot of people they don't really think of their presentations until you know five to seven <laughs> or five minutes before the meeting, and they go, "Oh, what am I going to talk about this week?" Or you can usually find if someone's winged the presentation, you usually find as we go around the presentation, say they take grabs of what other people have actually spoken about that week and elaborate them. And you think, well, you really haven't planned that. But if you want to get your message across, you know, it doesn't take long to plan a, 
plan a presentation going forward, a weekly one, effectively you you know only have to prepare you know thirty to forty five seconds worth of uh, worth of worth of airtime and uh, and focus on something. So I reckon that's a great tip. You said you also like uh, help getting involved in running the chapter. So can, can yeah. you elaborate on that too, Bruce? Yeah, absolutely. There's there's the doers and the takers in BNI, and the doers seem to do very well, and the takers seem to do okay. So if you want to do really well, it's like get involved, find yourself a position on the leadership team if it's available, or if not, there's you know helping run the social activities or whatever. But uh, when we were having physical meetings, I had this saying: uh, get there early and leave late, and that's maximising your network opportunity. And you can do that on, on the, the Zoom meetings as well, like show up at 20 to 7 because that they're, they're key relationship uh, building times for you. And, you know, don't be the first one to leave the meeting afterwards. Yeah, for sure. I wholeheartedly agree. And that's a great tip, getting involved and helping run the chapter. And, you know, you, you'll find that the doers in the group, they're the ones who achieve success faster in our organisation, for sure. Veronica, did you have anything else you wanted to ask? I did. I actually wanted to ask you, Bruce, in this um, very challenging time that we're in at the moment, how mm-hmm. are you finding the insurance industry, and especially with income protection, is that something that people were prepared prepared for? I'm just interested, I guess, as a, as a consumer. Yeah, for sure. Uh, well, init- initially, I think the consumer world was expecting the insurance companies to say, oh, your insurance is good, except... Um, if you get the coronavirus, we're going to rule that out. Right. In, if you've got good income protection insurance, they they have not excluded it. It's all included. So people with good uh, policies that have been written by a broker will be okay. And that's a big relief. So I've had a lot of my clients call me and go, am I going to be okay? The other thing I've had is people who probably had life insurance income protection on their on their Christmas wish list. So I should get to that this year. They've now got a bomb put under them and they're going, you know, I'm getting calls going, I need to sort this. So yeah, definitely see an increase in inquiry. So you're actually great. you're actually benefiting from this pandemic, which is uh, which is some businesses are. Mm, for sure. Yeah. Okay. Um just before we uh, head off, would there be something else you'd like to add for us? Um, I think think the biggest thing is just put the effort in and trust in the system. That's, yeah, initially I was like, oh, there's a lot of rules and whatever, but I've learned to embrace those rules <clears> because <throat> anything, any unusual thing that pops up, B&I's been around for 30 years, they've got it covered. You don't need to work yeah. out the answer. The answer is there in the system. Yeah. I find, I think sometimes where people have issues with the system, it's where their personal opinion about something resists the the the, um, mm. the, the process, and the process always works. That's one thing I know about BNI. If you've got a problem, go back to the process; yeah. and it always sorts it out. The other thing I, I will add really quickly, I've been very, very impressed of how fast BNI was to jump onto the online formula. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they were doing work in the background. I don't know how they how they knew this was coming, but it was a very smooth transition. And, and the, the Zoom meeting format has um, been very successful. So way better than I thought it was going to be. 
Yeah, well, uh, I can tell you as an executive director, I'm pretty happy we had a backup plan to go forward because yeah. uh, we would have been a, uh, a casualty of this mm. as a business if we didn't. So thank you very much for joining us today, Bruce. It's been fantastic to talk to you and uh, it's great to hear your insights and we're glad to have you as a member of BNI that you didn't listen to the masses and to avoid BNI that it was a cult. But uh, And it just goes to show when you're inviting people, people may have a pre conceived idea from someone they've heard or something they've read online about B&I. So, you know, it's really good to say, hey, come to a business event, come and meet my referral marketing team. Don't mention about B&I. It's, it's a group of people. We work under the B&I system. It's, you know, B&I is a system we work under and, you know, people will, won't possibly come if they believe it's something else that they may have a preconceived idea about. So, and you're proof in the pudding. Bruce, you've been here for six years and uh, and you're still doing well and uh, you're with, our, with us on our podcast today. So thank you very much and uh, oh, every success with B&I in the future. Cheers. Uh, Brent, another fantastic guest speaker, bringing so much to the table. And one of the things that really stood out for me was the concept of no like trust. That really underpins everything that BNI is about, doesn't it? Yeah, I know one will give you referrals if they don't know you like you or trust you because when you give them a referral, you're giving away some of your own reputation. So if that person, you know, you, you need to know that that person's going to do the right thing. Yeah, absolutely. Well, we do have a, a question that's come through during the week, and it's actually in regards to something that Bruce was talking about now. Now, he referred to the infomercials that they're still doing in 60 seconds. A lot of chapters have gone to 45, and then some have also gone to 30, which is the current um, expectation. So the question that um, came to us via Facebook was, does it matter if we still do 60 seconds, 45 or 30 seconds, as long as we can fit it into the one-and-a-half-hour time frame? So yeah, the the timing we always we always did 30, uh, 60 second um, weekly presentations, and the reason for that was our groups are always you know around twenty you know twenty five thirty members in size, and we could fit it into the hour and a half. So the reduc the reduction in time for the weekly presentation is typically down to group size, so we can get the meeting done within a timely fashion and get it done within the ninety minutes. So it's all dependent on the group size and, you know, you don't want it to the point where you want to take other important parts of the meeting away or forget other important parts of the meeting because every element of the meeting actually makes B&I and, you know, you can start to run a bit late and people will say, oh, well, we'll just skip that part. That's not really important. So they might skip something, you know, something like recognising another member, um, you know, for their contribution because they've ran too late in another part of the meeting. They might miss uh, something like a visitor's in invitation with a verbatim statement. Well, then the visitor doesn't know that they've been invited for membership. And every part of the meeting has a hidden element of a why that it's about. And, you know, if you, uh, we want to get all those things in, if it means we have to cut down the presentations, well, so be it. But what we've found when we've cut down the presentations in meetings for those groups that the members actually put more effort into the presentation to get their message across because they have less time. So they're not rambling as much and they're getting uh, concise and to the point on their presentations, which has been a good thing. 
Yeah, thank you for answering that. I think that's made it a lot clearer for um, for people who are going to different meetings and seeing possibly an inconsistency. But as long as we fix the time frame, make sure everything's in the agenda, then whatever works for the meeting yeah. is all. It's all dependent on chapter yeah. size. Fantastic. So, your tip for the week. Well, um, I'd like to talk about um, BNI as a marketing strategy. So, BNI itself is part of a business's marketing strategy, very similar to advertising on the radio, TV, in the paper, uh, website, social media, uh, sponsoring you know, a local you know, club or team. And for every bit of marketing, you need to test and measure if it's working for you. Now, a lot of people don't do this. So there's a question you need to ask every new customer is, how did you find about our business? How did you find out about our business? And if you ask that for every new customer, you will find where that's come from and whether it's come from advertising, whether it's come from your website, whether it's come from Google, or whether it's come from BNI, which is the important part, or a BNI member. Then you can ascertain if it's come from your BNI referral pipeline, if it's come from one of the members of your group, or as a second tier, or as a third tier, fourth tier, fifth tier referral that's come from your BNI referral pipeline. If you know that, you can then track the effectiveness of it and you can actually give the person who found you the original referral where that pipeline started to thank you for closed business as well. And they'll really appreciate that. So remember, for all your marketing, ask your customers, how did you hear about us? And record that and then you'll be able to track your marketing. And most importantly, if it was a BNI referral or it came from your BNI referral pipeline. I think that's a great tip. It always frustrates me a little, and, and Bruce said it today too. He just happened to see something on Facebook. Why hadn't someone invited him? Why hadn't someone called a local insurance broker and said, come and see this fantastic meeting? But we can't get to everyone, can we? No, no. <laughs> we wish we could. Well, it's been a fantastic podcast again. We encourage anyone who's listening, especially our members, to send some more questions through to our Facebook page. Share the podcast. If there's someone out there that you think would be a really great fit for your BNI chapter or possibly looking to become part of the organisation, send them the link to the podcast, especially if you know any insurance brokers out there who are specialists and experts in what they do and you know would be a really great uh, contributor to our BNI organisation. Send them the link today of Bruce because I'm sure that that's going to get um, get their taste buds moving and want them to take a bite of the uh, the cherry at the BNI in their BNI chapter. So thanks everybody. Thank you Steve, our producer. Thanks Steve. Everything runs smoothly and thanks again Brent for uh, looking out for us with some fantastic information today. Fantastic. Thanks Steve.